Thank you for tuning in to the Vante NYC podcast. I am your host, Vante. And again, I am just grateful to be back for another episode. You know, my vibes, I like to just get in tune with all the people making some moves throughout the industry, whether it be music, entertainment, what have you. Just come up. We could talk about your life, talk about some things that inspire you, some things that motivate you. Speaking of motivation, um, in February, let's backtrack a bit. In January, January 30th, Vante NYC podcast, as well as the Lyrical Flexercise Freestyle Series will be in London. Um, I don't have any clap sound effects right now, but um, yes, let's clap myself up for that one. We will be in London, January 30th to February 4th. And later that month, on February 20th, I will be in Melbourne, Australia for eight days celebrating my birthday and getting some work done out there as well. I want to thank you guys for being my second most streamed location out in Australia. You guys really, really, I appreciate you. Um, just keep tuning in. I got a lot more to come. Um, speaking of a lot more to come, it is a very, very cold New York City day. Um, I'm in Brooklyn, New York, and I have somebody that came all the way from Long Island. I do appreciate her for coming through. We were supposed to set this up some time ago, but I do have singer sensation TikTok phenomenon Jules Walcott in the building. Thank you for coming through. Thank you so much for having me. No, of course. And listen, like I said, it is a cold day out. Um, yeah. It's snowy. It's If I lived in Long Island, I wouldn't have came. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> yeah. I do appreciate you coming through. Thank you. Um, and it was also last minute too. We did hit you up every last minute. Um, but Sundays do work for you. If you're listening to this podcast, this does not come out on Sunday. It will come out on Monday, December 8th. Disclaimer. But thank you for coming through again. How was your trip over here? Yeah, it, w- it wasn't that bad. It was just a little rainy. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, it was just like an easy ride straight, straight, straight through Long Island. No I traffic. Hate, I hate nothing. anything that falls from the sky. So rain, snow, sleep, people. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere in that weather. I'm actually might take off work. The next day, um, when it when it snows, like I hate the snow. I really hate it. I like when it snows for like the first like ten minutes. You mm-hmm. know, when you get that like Instagram. When it starts, to, yeah. <laughs> when it Instagram starts to like boomerang. stick, that's when I hate it because it, <laughs> it sticks and then maybe the warm the weather gets a little warmer, it starts to turn to slush, and you get the black ice. Yeah. It's just so many variables to snow. Why can't it just snow and disappear? But then like right? after after a while, when it's been like sitting for like three days and it starts turning like brown with all the dirt <laughs> i just this is when i say to myself do i really need this paycheck this week <laughs> let's, let's stick around and uh mm-hmm. um but again um you are classified as a dark pop singer yeah. and again people want to listen to this podcast today and say to themselves damn vante you listen to a lot of music um listen a lot of genres yeah i do i my my music library is filled with a lot i like to get in tune with whoever is out here making music great music um talk about dark pop for a minute because some people may not be what's the word i'm looking for educated on what that genre is so talk about it for a bit yeah so i kind of have my own own sound i don't really follow Mm -hmm. a specific genre and that's the the best way to describe it is just like dark pop Mm because um my roots i started out as a rock vocalist Mm -hmm. i was singing in metal bands i play guitar you know all those Mm -hmm. i grew up on rock music and um once, once I was out of that whole metal band, rock band scene, um, I started doing pop music, mm-hmm. and I kind of took that that sound of the rock music mm-hmm. and the, those roots that I came from and incorporated it with um, with rock music. And I think the best way to describe it is just dark pop because mm-hmm. it's it's pop music, but it's got like an edge to it. It's not that like bubblegum pop yeah, yeah, sound. No, like no, I like it a lot too. It's not that bubblegum yeah. pop. I like the bubblegum pop too. Don't get me wrong. Oh yeah, but, me um, too. <laughs> but this is a breath of fresh air because I listened to the album. I we spoke about it beforehand. I listened to it like twice on the way here. Mm-hmm. Um, five five songs. 
Um, it's called Dreams and Demons, and it's available now and everywhere. Yes. Um, talk about the project a bit. Um, we're going to talk about a lot about you. Don't get me wrong, <laughs> yeah. but I like this project a lot <laughs> that I just want to get right into it because this is a great, great, great project. Yeah, so it was written throughout. It took me a year to mm. finish all five songs, and I didn't realize that I was writing an EP mm. until I had finally finished the last song, and I was like, all these songs kind of go together. Yeah. Um, and so I ended up calling it dreams and demons based off the first song and um i think that was the best the best title for the album just because the songs like it starts out talking about like i have all these dreams as an artist you know i want to mm-hmm. i want to you know make it as an artist but like i face so much and like in those songs um i talk about all the things that i've gone through like the mm-hmm. past year and just all this stuff that i've been through and i feel like just the best way to describe that album was like you know dreams and demons yeah like it's 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 the two it's, things that i struggle with the most and like keeping a balance between both of those it's a very well put together album um, yeah for because people look at albums today and they say you know what happened to the 17 song 16 song albums but they mm-hmm. don't realize that you're trying to either make a point or reach an audience you know like on a like face-to-face basis and with a five song album you really grasp the idea of what the artist is going through in that time frame yeah um i i can't express enough dreams and nightmare i said dreams and nightmare, like nick <laughs> like mel dreams and demons is available everywhere i i downloaded it i listened to it i suggest that you all listen to it now speaking about stuff that you've been through mm-hmm. what what startled me a lot is your age um, yeah I, women don't like to say their age can i say age on air yeah, all right yeah. so we have 20 year old jules walker when you turn 21 uh, in August. In August. So you just turned 20. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. So when you talk about things that you've been through, how was it in the past couple of years? Because you were only about 17 to 20 years old. What experiences do you feel like led you to where you are right now? I've honestly, like, I've been through so, so mm-hmm. many, like, crazy things that I, I don't even think, like, a lot um, of people have been through. I was in an abusive relationship mm-hmm. for three years from the time I was about, like, 15 to 18, where it was, like, it was emotionally abusive, it was, like, physically abusive, mm-hmm. and that it screwed me up yeah. for, like, a really Especially long time. Especially at a young time. age, too, right? Yeah, and once I had gotten out of that, I threw myself into, like, another abusive relationship Mm. right after that and that ended up turning like physically abusive too at the end which sucks but um i was just really really lost in that time period and Mm. um during that i i was signed to a label that um kind of messed with my mental state um i don't work with them anymore and they did a lot for Mm. me um at the time that i was signed to them um but i sacrificed a lot of my genuine self Mm. and um i ended up having like an eating disorder because of the things they would tell me Mm. they would constantly be talking about my weight all that kind of stuff and so it's not like um i guess the best way to describe it i've had a lot of mental struggles and um so the past three years kind of just like broke me down um and then i've spent the past once i once i was out of that last relationship mm-hmm. um i spent the past summer just you know rebuilding myself yeah. and um finding myself and i feel like the last like the last song um that i had written on dreams and demons was kind of like 
where I was the most recovered, mm-hmm. you know? And I felt like, okay, this is a good time to end this album. Because the last, the last year that I've had was pretty rough. Yeah, I was, okay. I was just gotten out of that three-year relationship. I was in that new relationship that mm-hmm. was just a mess. Um, and I was also with, with the label at that time. So I, I didn't release any of these songs I was doing on my own. I wasn't doing them with the, with label, the label at okay, all. Gotcha. Um, I was going to ask you that too. I was like, oh, yeah, like so it's like a label? little confusing. Cause like I had stopped writing this, this, um, album and i would start working on the stuff that they were doing with mm-hmm. me um but like yeah so after that it's just hearing like this hearing this it. at your age um couple of things i want to ask mm-hmm. or like touch on yeah well first i hope that with your unfortunate experiences with your past relationships that you've looked to find better you have your current boyfriend in the building right now who seems like <laughs> yeah. a very genuine guy yeah you actually like him a lot he's a, he's a cool dude um and we're going to talk to him, you know, in the future. So yeah. we will hear a lot about his story as well. But um, that's one thing that I want to say, like, as a guy who is, I'm 26. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll be 27 in February. So as somebody who's been around, you know, I was doing this when you were a wee little kid, you know. So, yeah. Um, but also just going through life when you were also mm-hmm. younger. So I'll just say, like, there's certain things where you just got to just nip that shit in the butt and keep it pushing. Like, certain yeah. things don't deserve your attention or time. Even if you think it, it does, there are 8 billion people in the world. Yeah. Or, or just... Eight billion other ways to make life life. Yeah, right? so I think what I I think what I needed. I think I just needed to take time mm-hmm. to myself and recover. I, like that's what I did this summer. I I spent like the whole summer growing. I just spent time with my girls, mm-hmm. having fun, working on music, and I I think that's what I needed. It was mm-hmm. to find that love in myself again because I was always looking for it with yeah. other people. And once I really found that, I felt like unstoppable. Gotcha. You know what I mean? N- yeah, not man. It's, it's crazy, too, because I listen to um people who are younger when they come on the podcast. Or I just talk to them in general and, and hear stuff. And I'm like, like, problems that we've had in the past, like me, my generation, like, mm-hmm. you guys are still, like, it's still stuff that goes on, you know. And I, I, I look at it from a different light now because I've been through it. I'm older. Mm-hmm. So just to hear these things is like, I just, I'm glad to see that you're on the right track as far yeah. as making sure that your life fits what you want. Yeah. Um, speaking of record labels, are you signed down? No, I'm independent. Will you do you feel like you're going to stay independent cuz you you mentioned a couple of things about the industry and I want to ask that like mm-hmm. do people have this uh misinterpretation of the industry? They think it's all glitz and glam sometimes, but like you said you've been through like eating disorders and they've yeah. really said some things to you that kind of brought your character down. Um will you do you think about going, you know, the independent route going further or do you feel like you'll sign again? Um I you know, I I never you never know. You never know. You right. never know. I would love to stay independent. Um as of right now it's really working for me mm. you know maybe if uh i get bigger and then i get a good deal or something nah, not if. <laughs> when when, 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 yes. when i get this awesome deal um mm. i'll i'll see if i can fit it in my schedule <laughs> um but um yeah definitely a lot of people just think that the industry is all glitz and glam and a lot of the time it is a lot of the time it's like sometimes i'd be sitting there and i'd be like i can't believe this is my life right now i can't believe this is happening um but then a lot of the times i was like wow i can't believe this is my life i don't want this to be my life yeah yeah, it's always that the devil and the angel on the shoulders right yeah it was like like (laughs) there were so many good things they had to offer like Mm -hmm. um on the business side of it and they helped me so much with my career like so 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 much i'm so thankful for that but there was just a lot of things that they wanted me to change about myself Mm -hmm. and i just i can't i go crazy if i'm not genuine yeah no that's that's (laughs) that's a a good thing to hear because 
the next thing I'm going to ask, and I, I've been asking this in the past couple of episodes, and it's because there's so much going on with it, and it's social media, right? Mm-hmm. Being genuine is something that is a lost art, I feel like, because with the people, you know, that you can get followers, likes, views, um, people start to lose the art of why they do it, and they yeah. do it more so for the, I guess, the clout, yeah. so to say. For you now, um, does any of that really matter to you? Like, I know, I know you want to reach the fans. I know you want to reach your people. I know you want to put out good content. But is like the whole social media thing one of your main aspects to it, or do you not really care too much about? Um, it's not necessarily that I care about the numbers. Mm-hmm. It's more of like the impact. Like, of course, I want more people to hear my music and mm-hmm. stuff. Like that, that's awesome. Yes, but please listen to her music. It's great. <laughs> I want them to like hear it and not just be like, okay, that's another song. Like, I want them to hear it and be like, wow, that made me feel something. Mm. You know, if I can do that for as many people as I can, you know, that's yeah. that's what matters the most to me. I don't want to just do. It. I don't want to just buy a bunch of numbers. You yeah, know, yeah, some yeah, people yeah. do that. It's like that shit is trash. it's not worth it. Like, I'd rather just get a thousand people yeah, and if yeah. a thousand people say oh like this impacted me like that's awesome you know yes yes that's what i like to hear this is this is what you call um the youth coming up in the right way and i, <laughs> I i'm gonna refer you as a youth because you being under 21 the i child. feel like i'm super old um but no it, it's, it's good to hear these things because like i see a lot of people making moves and i just mm-hmm. don't know what are they really in it for like it's some people that are genuine some people are getting pushed by a label that makes them create an image and i'm glad that you're not one of them mm-hmm. so now i'm gonna listen to everything else that you have i mean i'm a fan of your music but i was just holding to this album that i did <laughs> else. um now on vante nyc podcast we do have some real honest moments we do have some funny moments here's a question i do want to ask you do you have black friends do I have black <laughs> yeah. friends? Um, yeah. You do? Okay. okay. Yeah. Actual friends? Yeah. Okay. I just want to know because I have white friends. Um, I have people that, I, you know, <laughs> and I, I ask the question because um, the next topic I want to get into is culture appropriation. Uh-huh. I, you don't culture appropriate at all, Um, which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. You are staying true to who you are. But do you feel like there are some people in the industry who culture appropriate and then when they get caught up in it, you know, they try to play the innocent card or the victim card. Like, I don't want to shout out any uh, or say any specifics. I think you know what I'm talking about as far as like just culture. Pro- All right, boom. <laughs> let's say you have a bunch of black friends and you're putting out dark pop music, but they tell you like, let's put out a, a, a pop song that can appeal to our our people. You know what I'm saying? Would uh-huh. you do it? Um, I don't I don't know if that's genuine, though. Like, it's I, not I, genuine. It's a good answer. Yeah. Good answer. If you watch Family Feud, right, they uh they scream good answer after every good answer. So uh-huh. it may, may not have got that reference, but good answer meaning good. It's not genuine, so we're going to move on. Yeah. Like, that's all I need to know. <laughs> um, back to social media a bit, though, because um, TikTok. TikTok is the new thing that I, I just don't get it. Uh, <laughs> me personally, like, I'm still trying to... They, they ended Snapchat before I was even able to get into it so much. Not, not ended it, but nobody really used it as much. Yeah. So now we have TikTok. TikTok is where... Explain TikTok. I don't know what the hell it is. <laughs> um, so TikTok, it's based. Did you ever hear that um, app Musically? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, what happened to the, that? So it's it's the same thing. <sighs> it's just I think I think they updated it, changed the name, really? and it's just it's like Vine two point oh. I don't think basically. So. No, you can't. You can't do this. You cannot. It's, you cannot. Vine was is. Do you have TikTok? N- Let's see. Well, everyone makes fun of TikTok until you download it and then you get addicted. It's spelled T I K, right? <laughs> T-I-K. I, I don't have TikTok. <laughs> I don't have TikTok. The only thing I have in my phone with T is title. It's Twitter. so good. It, the app, I'll sit on the app just watching videos Yo, for I see like the, I see the videos all the time. I think some of the videos are actually hilarious, but I just don't get the concept of it. Now I do, but you are on TikTok. Yeah. And you have like over 50, what, 50,000 TikTok It's like followers? almost 60,000. Yeah. Ooh. 
Doing what? I, I just want to know <laughs> just what. Just making stupid videos. Of what though? Like, what do you what do you put on TikTok? Um, I don't. I I try to put funny things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just me being me, and like two of my videos, one of them got almost like a million, God, <laughs> a million <laughs> views, and it's so stupid. And I didn't expect it to get that popular, mm-hmm. and so I posted two in a row, and the first one got like eight hundred thousand, and the second one got five hundred thousand. I don't, I don't know. Kids just liked it and <laughs> thought you, it was funny. Do you now, so since you got all that attention on TikTok, mm-hmm. are you going to start to like promote your music there as well? or? I'm trying. I'm trying to like slowly like incorporate it, but mm-hmm. I don't want to lose like the, the... The art of your the, own... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because TikTok is one thing. And then, on yeah, 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 just I don't want to like... So I'll, I'll slowly get into it without like, you know, people being like, oh, she just did this to promote her music. Mm-hmm. No, I did it because I was being stupid and thought it was yeah, funny yeah, yeah. to post TikToks. No, I, I, when I, so I did, I'm not going to lie, because if you go to my app store right now, you'll see the little clouds that show that I did have it. So uh-huh. I'm not going to say I never downloaded it. <laughs> but I did have it. I, I went on. I just didn't know what to, where to start. And then when, I, when stuff like that happens to me, I just get yeah, off, you just, off my phone. I just delete it. I need space. Get off my phone. So I, I honestly never re-downloaded it. But I will now. And I'm going to yeah. actually go onto yours and see what warranted these million views <laughs> um, on yours. Um, now, I watched one of your performances. You were at, a, I think it was a festival. Maybe, I don't know. You were outside. Um, the crowd was going fucking insane. Though. Oh, it was just like, oh, the shit. high school nation, probably. Yeah, well, yeah. talk about that. Um, your performances look really lit. And that's why <laughs> like, I reached out to talk to you because you would have those people that have more than 10K followers on social media. But then it's like you look at their stuff and it's, it's not genuine. It's not yeah. connecting to the people. You have fun. Yeah. Performances. <laughs> talk about performing and, and what it's like for you um so i love it Mm -hmm. it's probably my favorite thing about being an artist is like really getting on stage and then just seeing like the audience right then and there and so um last uh the last tour i did i did two weeks with a high school nation and Mm -hmm. what they do is they um they tour around the country for eight weeks and um they go to different high schools and they throw like they have a bunch of artists perform they throw like a mini coachella at the schools and um, yeah yeah it was really really cool it was really fun um and so what i liked about that tour is it um it's to um promote the music departments in the mm. schools and and to get it it's for uh schools underprivileged underprivileged schools, schools. Okay. um so i really liked doing that because i got to interact with so many kids i got to meet a ton of kids who listen to my music i didn't even know that mm. i had that kind of following until i was really in those schools and kids would come out to my table and be like oh my god i already listened to your music this and that can i take pictures and it was just like such a great experience because i got to really like interact with kids and some of them would come up to me and tell me oh they're artists too this and that and i would always be like all right meet me at my merch table at the end and i would Mm -hmm. sit them all down and none of the artists other artists did this it was just me because i saw myself in their place a couple years ago and you care yeah i would sit them down (laughs) and i would i would talk to them um any questions they had about the music industry i'd sit sit with them until their teachers were like all right guys gotta get on the bus like Mm. (laughs) kind of thing um but yeah it was it was a really really fun tour if there was any of those kids listening to this podcast right now what would Mm -hmm. you tell them as far as advice or motivation just something really quick that can lift their spirits if they ever were to hear this or you share it and they listen to this part of it what is something that you can tell them about you know, staying true to themselves, staying true to their passion gives them a little bit of advice. I would just say, um, find that love in yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't look for it in other people. Cause a lot of the times, um, music industry can 
make you lose your self-worth um and you um put all of your you know your worth into what other people think about you you know if your music is good it's good yeah you know if you think it's good it it is it Mm -hmm. doesn't matter how many people listen to it you know um just just keep like keep that that dream in your head in the back of your mind like that's your dream nobody else can take that from you and you know just just keep that in the back of your mind that's what i did since i was like little was keep that dream in the back Mm -hmm. of my mind It's, it's, it's so crazy that you say that too because um when you mentioned that if you think you're, if you know your music is good, you know, make music. Um, but on top of that, you never know who's listening because again, yeah. the way we connected, it wasn't that I knew you from anybody. Mm-hmm. We don't have any mutual friends. I think that the only mutual Instagram follow we have is Ella and Arash. Shout out to them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I rock with those guys. They did your interview as well. But yeah. that's about it. And I didn't. I followed them after the interview. So like, I saw your stuff. I think I followed you, and then or maybe vice versa. Yeah. But you never know who's watching. You never know who's yeah. listening. You never know who yeah. you could connect to. Um, what do you feel like, or again, being 20 years old, it's a long road from here, right? Like, yeah. it's, because <laughs> think about it now, you've done so much at a young age, but you're, you're young and it's yeah. still like, do you, what do you see yourself in 10 years? Um, <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know <laughs> the like, normal one is five years. I know it's normal five years. I know you said you can't really dictate what's going to go on in the uh-huh. future but what what do you imagine for Jules Walcott in 10 years um hopefully I I really find that love for myself mm-hmm. you know like I want to be like done with that like not you know have to yeah. keep keep trying to find that like I wanted that to be like done that's like the first thing um second I just want to be surrounded by people that care about me you know mm-hmm. I, I I don't care if I'm a millionaire I don't care if you know I just want to be in a good state of mind with no toxicity around me and just facts you know, no toxicity <laughs> you know I'm just I'm just in a good good state in my life and I mm-hmm. want to be able like I don't I don't know where I'm going to be, but I know that that's where I want to be. You know, whether I'm a millionaire living in yeah. somewhere cool or little tiny house. <laughs> what I like about doing my podcast this time around is that I'm actually able to sit down in front of people. Like I said, I did a lot of my interviews on the phone. Mm-hmm. Um, so seeing you on social media, hearing your music and then now meeting you, I can really tell that you care about what you do and that this is not something that you're doing for the, you know social media doing for somebody else is something that you like that's why I asked you 10 years because in 10 years we'll be at an end of another decade yeah. and then if we can revisit this conversation somehow I want to see what happened from then till you know at that point mm-hmm. so I just it's good to hear that you have good dreams and aspirations going further um, now I'll speak about a little bit um, short term what is next 2020 is on, on the horizon we are almost here mm-hmm. the end of a decade last last decade yeah. ending i was 16 and you were <laughs> so, like so maybe maybe uh, maybe the thought process of what you want to do going further wasn't as clear as it is now yeah. so what could we expect um in 2020 from jules walcott in 2020 um i already have some new songs mm-hmm. recorded that i'm just gonna be dropping 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 stuff like that CSK. i have a new tour in the future um of 2020 okay. that i'm okay. gonna be doing don't want to give too much yeah, yeah, no, for that. No, let, them, let them tune in, um, let them tune in. yeah so I, i've got those two things planned um definitely gonna be working with some new um new people mm-hmm. that i've invited into my team which i'm really excited about how important is a team to your to to a craft because i just recently got my own team so mm-hmm. how important is it to you to have a team that 
because is the singer, there's the artist, right? Yeah. Then there's the people that do PR, press, etc. Is it really important to have everybody doing something different or just have a team in general? Do you feel like you get a lot more done in a quicker time frame that way? Yeah, it's it's good to have a support system, I think, um, and to have people that are always going to be on your side, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I feel that it's helped me so much. For example, I went on tour um, the past two weeks and I brought along a tour manager with me mm. and... Um, that was so, so helpful. The first week I had a whole team. I had tour manager, I had photographer, I had a merch girl. Like, And just me being able to focus on my performances mm-hmm. was just like so, so helpful. And along with that, he, <laughs> I would make him do other things for me. I'd be like, I'm, I'm nervous to ask this person at the restaurant for ketchup. Can you do it? <laughs> so it was like things like that. Like mm-hmm. it, it would like help a lot. So it's good to have a support team. I think yeah, definitely. Yeah, you know, I, one of the best decisions I made this year, um, and I think anybody who has done the same thing can attest to that a team or a group around you that will help you see yourself to the top and see mm-hmm. themselves as well. Because people, people like. They underestimate the fact that if you're a part of a team, you also go to the top. Yeah. People think, oh, I'm the drummer or I'm the like, I'm the manager. I'm not going to get all the fame. What do you think is going to happen when that person moves up? If it's somebody that you're really close to and you really work with, when you, when that person blows, who do you think is going to be their tour manager? Who do mm-hmm. you think is going to be a drummer? A real person want to leave their people behind. Yeah. And that's why I just. Yeah, um, exactly. My tour it. manager from going on tour with me, mm-hmm. he's got like three more tours booked up because, because of that he, tour. Yeah. From the other artists working. Yeah. I, I'm going to look forward to your next tour. If there's any shows in the New York City area, I will mm-hmm. stop by. Awesome. Um, if you okay. have any music you want to send to me before you release it, I will yeah. also take that. <laughs> I'm always down for I'll any music that is not released because I'm, when I'm in the headphones bumping on a train or whatever I'm at, people look at me like, what's that? <laughs> you can't get it. Only I have it. Jules, where can we find you on social media and if you have any website links? Um, you can find me on Instagram, uh, Twitter, YouTube, uh Spotify, all of that at uh, Jules Walcott. It's J U L E S W A L C O T T. And we will follow the journey. We will follow again in 10 years from now. Damn, you still be young and I will be <laughs> old as hell. 10 years from now, you'll be what? Uh, 30. Uh, yeah, Just hitting be, 30. Yeah. And I'll be, we're not. That damn pushing forty, but um, I do appreciate you coming through with all of this treacherous weather that we have. I do appreciate us finally sitting down. Mm-hmm. This is not the end. We will yeah. reconnect again. We will catch up with when the tour comes around. If you have any new albums you want to promote, you know you all feel free to stop by the okay. podcast. Awesome, yeah. Um, before I do go, I do want to shout out to my boy Taff. He's right now in Russia right now promoting some Mood Pod. Mood is the newest vape out right now, selling all across the world, also in New York City. Get your Mood Pod now. I'm not the avid smoker, but if I am going to puff a little bit, I'm going to make sure I feel the mood. All right. Um, you have been listening to the Vontae NYC podcast with my guest today, Jules Walcott. I do appreciate you again. I'm going to say it until I can't say it no more. And we are out until next time. Later.